0: Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Belmont Guinea's Day, BJ Ryan, Terry Leighton. We are recording the 1-1, the West Australian Racing Podcast. It's 11.30 on Thursday, the 17th of June. Northam today, Terry's horse, the enigmatic, the temperamental, mm. material witness, will be doing battle uh, in the Avon Valley later this afternoon. Confidence levels? Extreme. <laughs>
1: i am pretty confident but we're way under the odds I, i'm more just uh, after his little exhibition last week which it's amazing he's come through completely unscathed um we just i'd mainly just want to see him get around safely today i think that's uh that's option number one or well, priority number one i should say sorry. priority number one yes okay.
0: Carnarvon. one of your favorite thoughts uh, Woodbug Woodbug yeah, Two, get it, two, two words out. Woodbug one, one, word, word, one word My maths tell
1: me This won't come out till the fixed odds are out After the fixed odds are out the Savo So I can, I can break that price Before anyone gets a chance to. But uh, Woodbug In the last Carnarvon Friday $3 plus Woodbug We're on rest right. of the week
0: Belmont and Roeburn On Saturday And Kalgoorlie The Goldfields on Sunday. Uh, so yeah, there's, a, there's plenty
1: of meetings to sink your teeth into over the next three or four days, Guru. Yep, looking forward to it. Love me, dirt racing. Mm. And stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market, city meets, get out, stakes competition. And don't forget our new look, Champs and Challengers edition. Looking forward to having Kev Evans on later, BJ, as the challenger uh, of the Mundaring Hotels revamped, new WA Racing mastermind. Competition. Are you ready? Challenge. <laughs> Go.
0: Yeah, uh, we're going to channel out in Mike Whitney. Um. It was
2: Mike Whitney,
1: wasn't it? <laughs> who, dares <wins? laughs> who Dares Wins? Who Dares uh, Wins? Who Dares Do You want to make. Me, he used to offer people 50 bucks, didn't he? Mate, that didn't was. you do think she'd get 50 bucks. And he used to walk around with a fresh pineapple. That was a, that was a big deal back in the day. Wasn't I loved it? it. Do you remember yeah, that, that era? It was so good. My favourite show was The Mole Grant Bowler. You, really? you remember The Mole? Yeah, I remember The yeah, Mole. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of The Mole. Prison Break and The Mole, that were my two. Doubleheader, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, when, when possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's the only TV series i rewatched. is Prison Break and it was absolutely dog shit the second time I watched <laughs> it. So I think the key thing is if you like something, don't, don't listen to it again, don't watch it again. <laughs> uh,
0: cause, but, I mean, it would have lost a bit of its like luster the second time around because yeah. you – Yeah, I know they so, get out. Yeah, and you then know. they get
1: back in prison, <laughs> they get out and they get back in prison. It's just uh, – yeah, it's never ending.
0: Uh, okay, so yes, the uh, the new look W Racing Mastermind has Hotel W Racing Mastermind has been quite a hit lately. So looking forward to seeing the champion Fraser Hay being uh, ta- uh, being taken on by the challenger Kevin Evans. Now, Guru, we'll be uh, we obviously we're recording the the one one the West Australian Racing Podcast right here right now, but um, you do have another uh, commitment tomorrow. The Betfair Edge. Tell the listeners a bit more about the Betfair Edge. You and Miles
1: Fitzner. Yes, Miles Fitzner and uh, a Crip will be giving his best uh, or best one, two, three, four, however many he's got on the card as well. Um, In form, yeah. Daniel Crips
0: too. Isn't he? he is. He's he flying.
1: Is. He's uh, yeah. He's uh, geez, he, he pulls the gun out. And he, he really. Uh, he really misses. Um, but nowhere on air. Uh, three o'clock Fridays on. Uh, air- on AM radio, six five seven AM. Mm-hmm. But you're probably better off downloading the SEN app Get if you did app. want to listen. Get yep. the app; it's a lot a uh, lot easier to to do than trying to tune in the wireless. But uh, no, it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. We always have a guest on every week. Had Chrissy Parnham on last week. Um, I haven't actually organised who's coming on tomorrow yet. But uh, yeah, no, a lot of fun. Enjoying it. Get involved. Listen, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm not sure what else I meant to say. Very good, to so yeah. the Betfair Edge tomorrow afternoon. I'm not good at plugging, am I? Hmm? I'm not a very good plugger. No, you're not a good... Nah, no, if I was a footy player, I wouldn't be Tony Lockett, would I? No, you're not a good
0: spooker <laughs> at all, actually. <laughs> spooker, uh. very good. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so um, let's get cracking on this Belmont Guineas preview. Let's start. All
1: right, race number one, the uh, the Crown Perth plate for the two-year-olds. Um, Rail in the true? Rail in the true, yeah, sorry. Rail back to the true, no rain. Since Tuesday, I think mm-hmm. we had a little sprinkle. I think it's going to absolutely pour down. I think, on we had, Sunday. I think we had four mil on a Tuesday, and then we haven't had a drop since. So. No, we haven't had a drop since. And um, so you're going to presume it'll be a nice, firm, good four back to a pad that hasn't been raced on. If anything, BJ, um, I like at Belmont just to allow for fair tracks, especially early in the season. But if anything, this should play on pace, mm. um, should suit those closer to the um, to the rails. So uh, I'm going to be mindful of that. And, and I guess one of the good things about this card is that um, there haven't been many and there aren't many early investments at current prices, so it'll be a big day on the exchange um, as we discussed earlier. BJ.
0: Okay, yes. Um I think the track's been playing pretty well. I think yeah. the, yesterday was uh, there was leaders that won. I think there was horses coming down the middle of the track, so uh, they're always uh, doing their best out there at Perth Racing, Chris Nation, and the team. So it's no
1: fun saying that though. We just want to pop Chris Nation. Yeah, back yeah. to the back to the true.
0: I'm I'm with you. I'm looking for sort of yeah. on speeders, but uh, that's where most of the winners come from. Regardless, the Crown Perth Plates. Uh, for the two olds over the one thousand metres, kicks things off. Obviously, we've got uh, Bopping Blue, very well regarded by Adam Duran. He's spoken quite highly of this horse Certainly, on yes. several occasions now, and he was a strong winner this track distance two weeks back. Uh, but there is a, there is uh, some interesting runners, especially coming from from the uh, the recent. Belmont Trials Brigade, um, three-pronged attack from the Neville Parnham Yard, mm. as well as a uh, I quite like this name, Thomas Magnum. Oh, that all hey, wanna, it, that's
1: all I want to talk about. That is a good fled- horse's name. Isn't I it? saw M.A. Olness in the, um, in the uh, ownership group. Um, of that one and I flicked him a little uh, message Collins. last night and I said if a, if a horse was ever going to be fast purely on, it na- on its name it's Thomas Magnum
2: what a
0: good what say, a, yeah. that's I a good horse to be it? honest
1: I, I haven't even done any form I just want to back Thomas Magnum I, I don't care just mar- purely on name market, purely on market mark two dollars and um, just go berserk <laughs> um, but no I, in all seriousness I actually did the form for, I actually did a deep dive in a two year old race which um, I haven't done in a while I quite enjoyed it interesting to note a couple of expensive ish purchases mm. uh, $140,000 multinational one hundred. $130,000 for, um, for Storm Commander. Um, yeah, intriguing, intriguing, intriguing race. Probably have a touch on a few of these, but um, speed map-wise, do you have Star Soprano Crossing and Bopping Blue in the breeze? BJ? Yeah, yeah I did. I, I, I did think that,
0: um, just bear with me for one moment, that uh Louis City has shown quite a bit of game yeah. speed at trials as and well. and Shade's going here. So it'd be interesting to see if it, if it begins well whether they'll want to They'll want to try and hold out star soprano and bopping blue but i noticed last start with brad parnham with ultimate command he couldn't he couldn't hold out uh bopping blue so yeah. uh, i imagine due, due to them due to bit star soprano drawn 10 bopping blue drawn 11 that they're just gonna sort of ping and, and try to uh try to cross so whether they might just have that bit more momentum up and be able to get across saintly city and the other horses underneath it but uh uh, Gun to head, I would suggest that Star Soprano works forward, crosses and finds the rail.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think they just wanted Bopping Blue to be a happy horse last start yeah. and roll along, even if that meant going at a crazy pace, which they did. Um, look, re- realistically, the, the weight impulse shouldn't shouldn't break him here. It's only an extra kilo. And uh, he uh, if he finds the fence, he'll be super, super hard to run down. But um, geez, if, he, if he's just slightly, slowly away and Star Soprano... Who looks pretty foolproof out the machines? Um, gets a, gets it a little bit softer or won't be soft, but gets to the top easily and bopping blue has to work to get to the breeze. It's a different horse race from there. And um, you can make a case for this race to be run on one a few different ways. Um, Star Soprano for me, one, when the pressure's applied, that'll be the the acid test. Can he can he respond and um, and get in a war? Because this this won't be like a trial, even though the trial was in really nice time, he's gonna have to go 12 lengths quicker to win this race. Um, so can he respond and um, can he just not be – we see a lot of horses that can win trials, but can he respond under race day pressure and, and perform? Um, or will the speed, because it's drawn wide, will it allow something with a sit to come into it? Mm-hmm. Um, we've made a, we already mentioned Thomas Magnum, obviously, but mm. those trials, even that first 400-metre trial, Mitchie Pateman's had all sorts of trouble. The, the Jam Jamies seem to just have a lot of horses that can't jump or have a lot of – a lot of uh, head issues, don't they? They just yeah. seem to have a lot of. Uh, and they don't usually run too many two year olds yeah. from memory. Um, but that first 400 meter trial, he missed it badly. It took a while to get warm and he really finished off hard. You could tell. How I'd do you make up that, that much ground in a 400 meter trial? It yeah. was just, it was unreal. And mm. then um, I think he missed it again badly at the next trial, but it was. He got away with it because nothing else got out all that well. If you watch it slowly, the machines have opened, and he still sort of – it takes him a second to realise that the machines are open and he can get off and going. So So, so this horse could be last. I I reckon he's big. There's a massive chance he's last. Yeah. Yeah. And you simply probably can't – well, it's very difficult to win from last when you've got horses like Star Soprano and Bopping Blue out in front like they've got a fair bit of talent. But, um, geez, I reckon this is going to be the best horse in the race. Uh, over um, in time. Um, but it's, yeah, you're going to have a it, lot of, a is lot it, of trust. Is that, that we professional saw? enough to, to. Probably not, but yeah. I didn't think written matter was professional enough or jumping well enough. And it led. Uh, on its debut in a Class 1. So these lads, Chris and Michael G, are uh, are very astute at getting horses to win at their first career start, to perform very well at their first career start. So, um, yeah, I I reckon he's definitely a winning possibility. Look, the runner, just looking at the market, and I want to just touch on this race in a market point of view Mm because Bopping Blue's 280, I'm about 320. Uh, Star Soprano, 550, I'm 650. The the one that's a little bit over my price at $17 at the moment is Storm Commander. Mm. Um, Did you like that last try? Yeah, the last yeah. trial was really nice. Even the four hundred meter trial was fine as yeah. well. Um, but his his last trial, he was up the up the rear end of um, Star Soprano over the final couple of hundred. If they overcook it down in front, Chrissy Parnham can um, can park on them. Um, this a hundred and thirty thousand dollar purchase uh son of rommel mm-hmm. um i reckon he can run a race i've got him eight nine bucks so i haven't really got him super short in the market but um the 17 dollars to me just looks like the currently where your uh, your value might lie i agree
0: with that i actually thought beads would be a bit longer in the market he's uh, his last start second behind forever dreaming was really good did all the work outside leader and kick gave a good kick uh, from three is going to get a nice run, uh, stalking the stalking the speed back to a thousand. I think he but the market seems to have found him. But I agree with you, the one that's got under the under the guard there a little bit has, was Storm Commander. I feel as though if Chris Punham wanted to, probably could have won both trials. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how uh, how it performs on on race day. I, Betf- would-
1: Betfair could be wild here. Yeah. But they, these are the type of races where. I don't know, sometimes you've got to respect bet for or under, bet fair, sorry, or understand why horses are being backed or not being backed. Or Like I know we've seen in, in recent weeks, we've seen uh, Ain't No Other Man, a straight, uh flying, a missile, ultimate command, whether they've won or lost, they've been the proven two-year-olds and they've been smashed, smashed, yeah. smashed, smash, smashed in betting. So in that theory, it probably should be Bopping Blue yeah. who gets hammered and the rest of these get out to a backable price. But in saying that, as an owner of a couple of expensive slow horses, <laughs> uh aka uh well one of them was escalating. Um continually, even though the stable had no confidence, his his form was was dog was absolute dog shit. Dog shit. And he kept getting backed every start hard late in the exchange because he was a hundred and fifty thousand dollar horse. Yeah. Um so with Storm Commander and with uh multinational, there are hundred and as I said, hundred and thirty, hundred and forty thousand dollar purchases. I think that comes into um some of the the calculations when looking at it in that sense i, so I think, it can, I think it's built built into some of the algorithms yeah for sure. love, also, algorithms. also
0: just for those breeding buffs out there saintly city is a half to the uh ill-fated wa guineas winner a war saint um yes from the from the same yard so half half brother there so who was favorite uh the
1: champ in the guineas back D- guineas dig deep it was who rode
0: Daniel Oliver. Very good.
1: Yeah. We should have a dig date Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about him enough. Actually, I don't want to talk about him this way. You lost him.
0: Um, but anyway, what are we doing this race? I'm, I, I have Bopping <laughs> Blue on top of the leg up. He's a bit short for mine at the moment. Uh, the uh, this star soprano is going to roll and, and give a kick. Thomas Magnum could be last, but he's. Do you really want to be taking four sixty about a horse that's been missing the kicks? I'm not not too sure about that. I want to so. tip him. Like I actually yeah. want to tip him. Like yeah. I just
1: want to tip him. But I just feel like that's that's probably just wanting rather yeah. than.
0: Yeah, uh, I think Boppin' and Blue looks class. Adam Durant speaks very highly about him. Got strength. I think he can uh, he can roll forward. And just the way that the the field strung out the other day, there was some massive beaten margins in that race. It was a good was a sign of a of a good quality race. So Bopping Blue for me on top. But the one that um, that Terry mentioned that I, I might be having something on, especially Betfair late Star Commander, Storm Commander rather. Yeah, I'm
1: just I'm just going to be playing Betfair and playing the Drifter. Bopping Blue 360, Thomas Magnum 450. I'm shorter than I thought I would be. Star Soprano 750, Storm Commander 8, Beads 9. That's how I've marked the race. Mm. I'm just going to play the value here. Yeah. I um, I was 750 Storm Commander as well. 750, mm. there you go. The, the 15, 17 bucks around is a... A little bit of a Barry Bettsky. Okay. Race
0: two is the Taptouch West Speed Platinum Handicap, 1400 metres, and uh, we saw I'm Pretty and Speedy Miss fight out the finish of a almost identical race to this two weeks ago. There's a uh, few other um, horses who are entering the uh, West Speed Platinum Brigade uh, on this particular occasion, uh, some first uppers, some coming from the midweekers. Uh, Lord Lonsdale is an interesting runner coming back in trip. But um, I just wanted to ask you: Are we aligned here with a horse by the name of Brother Patty?
1: We are. We. I can't do an Irish accent. Otherwise, I'd try and uh, I'd try and have a go back at you here. But um, yeah, I, I think we are. Um, I'm pretty in Speedy Miss. I was in particular uh, impressed by Speedy Miss. I think mm. Speedy Miss is going super. It's just a, it's a really difficult ride for an apprentice. Uh, on a Saturday, on a day where it might be beneficial to be forward. Uh, so, I don't know. I think Speedy misses a horse, you can almost probably pop up in grade now and, and um, go for it a second. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to say it'd be a really good uh, W Pike ride, that type of horse, midfield cover, uh, exploding late type thing. Put it, um, put it
0: up in grade on the minimum or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I think, um, yeah, because she's only um, – from memory, she's only a little mare. I think I've heard that in the past. So um, yeah, I'd love to see her mm-hmm. in that type of race. I think she can win a, a nice Saturday race at some point in time. But um, yes, brother Paddy, um, I think if you go through uh, if you go through his form, and I love. Uh, discussing um, horses when they move trainers uh, as basically a fresh start for that horse. But uh, his record pre Corrine Maynard was 30 starts for two wins, just a bit of a, bit of a Barry Battler, a bit of a Josh Battler. Um, <laughs> occasionally got a game in St Kiltas forward line. Um, but since he's gone to Corinne Maynard, he's six starts for, for two wins. Um, but on top of that, so out of those six starts, two of those were first up prep runs and both of them were huge yeah he's run 10th and 8th and there were were two huge runs right then he's run second on a saturday when leading and leading isn't his go um that's on a saturday in in was that when he was beaten by a deception game it was yeah yeah he's then and one of those runs he stepped up to a journey he's not he's not a stayer Mm. so forget the two first up runs uh which were both huge but they were never really going to win their race from Gates um forget the staying run he's 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 had the three starts for two wins in a very close second so um and the two wins were pretty impressive last start, secret statue like he should have had him on potentially had him on toast at the 200 he's kicked back and he was stronger on the line than secret statue new amsterdam in fourth um it it was a nice nice form reference and we'll probably learn more about the form reference in new amsterdam going around today at Northern, but we saw Secret Statue well back to coming and run a big race. Just um, yeah, just didn't quite catch blow me out last time. Yeah, day, just yeah. didn't quite catch blow me out. Exactly. <laughs> right. So look from the barrier, it's drawn four. I'm pretty nine. Um Speedy Miss is seven. Uh, it should have field position. Um, it keeps the claim, and, and for me, this is an easier race. Um, and he goes down. Um, he goes down half a kilo, so around about that five dollars fifty mark. I think he's a bet. And just because it's a Corrine Maynard runner, and um, you've got Dan Pierce runners and Ben Pierce runners, you got Adam Durant. Uh, you got a couple of freewheelers from Neville Parnham Yard. I, I, I'm pretty sure we'll see this five six bucks throughout betting on Betfair as well. So. Um, yeah, pretty happy to get involved with um with it. And there's a nice tempo in the race, which is suited as well. Whack and tanker, I'm icy, you're rolling out in front. I think Lord Lonsdale will be last, to be honest. I just don't think it's jumping over 1400. I just think it'll get lost. Um, maybe you can kick it up and and hold a spot, but um yeah, it's for me, it's not even in the race. It's it's your lay of the race. Um, but yeah, I, I think Brother Paddy can run us a good race at five six bucks here. Yeah, the, the thing with I'm pretty last start
0: was Pike was able to navigate a. A path earlier, which landed him a pair or two closer than people thought he was going to be, and yeah. which, which was the winning move. I just don't see how he's going to be able to orchestrate that that kind of running position on this occasion. I think I'm pretty is going to be just about last. Um, so, can I'm pretty come from two to I don't know, three to four and a half lengths off Brother Paddy? And it's, other all, 600? About, it's yeah. all about race shape
1: for I'm pretty yeah. here. So, if Wacken Tanker and I'm Icy do find the top of, or if even Lord Lonsdale um, learns how to jump again um if they're, they're all stopping dead and brother paddy's in that line you know Lacta is a pretty patient uh, apprentice one of the more patient apprentices um if they're in that line and they're stopping and and speedy miss gets caught deep and, and it's perhaps giving him the card up into the race then your next thing you know you want to be in that three wide line so it's all about race shape and everything comes down to race shape but as you were just saying the race shape here does look more beneficial for brother paddy than i'm pretty and even if it didn't, with 56.5 compared to I'm pretty 60. 60 I don't know um, if there's much between them, and, and you're getting the 3.5 kilos there. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty keen to, to follow up on brother Paddy, who we are. got a little result on first up as well. Yeah, I'm with you. So, I'm second with up, you, Terry. I'm, I'm, I reckon this is from,
0: I just love the gate. Remoli on, uh, just the setup with I'm Icy and and Tanker rolling forward. I think he's just going to land in the spot, um, moving out into space. I think he's just going to be too hard to get past late. Brother Paddy on top. I actually think Wakan Wacken, Wacken Tanker's going to run a big race first up, too. Yep. I thought um, I, I like the way that he hit the line in, in his trial. Yeah.
1: Parnham's riding, is he? Yep, Stevie. Why didn't he ride powerful yesterday? I saw a late jockey change to He's, Brad mi- Parnum. Not sure I missed that. Not sure? So no. Because he still rode Altamont later in the day, so maybe there was a, a blue. Maybe it was meant to be Brad Parnham. And um, anyway, I thought that was odd. But, uh, yeah, big old whacking tanker. 42 starts, two wins. Whacking. Hates, whackin'. hates it, doesn't he? And I'm Icy, it's very interesting um, with Chrissy Parnum going on I'm Icy. Mm. If he can ping him out the lids and roll him along in front. He always gives cheek, but Jays um, are a couple of weak animals are they?
0: Well, you're going to need – if they get uh, suitable conditions of the day, they can, they can give a kick. And Actually, I thought Wacken Tanker's form last prep was pretty good. Oh, it was huge. Yeah, yeah it was in, huge. in much better races than this.
1: It's a horse that if you go through its career, it looks like it goes far better for Brad Parnham. It yep. looks like a real Brad Parnham runner. So that's why I was asking in that sense because mm. I think I would have marked it a little bit shorter if Brad was on it probably. Um, so just, they seem to get along pretty well.
0: BJ. All righty. So we're uh, Brother Patrick. Brother Paddy, we're, uh, we're in alignment there. Race three of Clovers the day happen. is the Morley Growers Market. Morley Growers Market Handicap. Fresh produce. Fresh produce, fresh. Uh, fruit and vegetable wholesalers. Uh, this is for the three-year-olds, over twelve hundred It's not a bad little race, this. No, it's we, good. We, we, week in, week out, I hear myself repeating the phrase uh, that we have a quality batch of three-year-olds. We are blessed this season. There's some real talent Going around, not just in the 3 year grades, but then you see three-year-olds scattered against the uh, older horses as well. Not forgetting the feature race of the day is, of course, the Belmont Guineas over uh, for three-year-olds over the mile. But um, this 3 odd race over the twelve hundred meters is there's, uh, there's some real sharp types engaged, and um, even though it's only the the eight runners, uh, all these horses are genuine sad
1: day horses, I believe.
0: In time, some of
1: them. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. Um Interestingly, you look at the weights and I I, I I like to talk about sometimes horses just look well in or look poorly in. like, And that that seems silly because everything's on what you've won and, and, or how many you've lost in a row to lose points, et cetera, et cetera. But this is one of those races where, and I was just saying it to you before, I think Vane Tempest... Just doesn't look well in, and that's because Vane Tempest has gone and won a class one at Bunbury, and class three at Pinjara and a class five at Pinjarra, um, and copped uh, she's copped eleven points for those wins. Now, I reckon if Timely Outburst went to those races, she probably wins them all um, quite comfortably too, and you know she probably gets her her points as well. So, getting into this race with the fifty nine is a it's a real ask for Vane Tempest from Barrier Seven. I've I've got Timely Outburst leading um, Vane Tempest in the breeze, but um, I. would I don't think they're going to try to with Alpha and Omega, but I think it's probably the sharpest horse over the first 30, 40 meters of the race. So it'll be interesting if they um, they show some tenacity. But I suspect with the two speed horses drawn five and seven, they'll probably be happy just to tuck in um, to tuck in behind uh, on Alpha and Omega. You yeah, reckon but, the, um, the one one's there for
0: Alpha Omega if yeah. if, if they
1: play their cards right there? Yeah, yeah. But um la, la. I mean, on, on form, timely outburst has got the Spruker form and, and really came back at Graceful Girl hard last start after not even getting the lead. Had to had to take a sit. So it's a bit of a versatility shown from um from Nicole Hopwood there um you would think with normal luck timely outbursts is super hard to get from out in front I do worry and I'll be honest I do worry about a, a, a hoop like Nicole Hopwood who doesn't get many of these big opportunities on a Saturday actually finding the front and, and getting a bit overzealous going for the stick too early um I mentioned it we were on Fish Hook yesterday it's uh and I, I felt that for a horse that we know he's only got uh, probably a little heart I think is probably the best way to put it I think the stick Sometimes comes out too early. You want to see a bit more uh, patience in regards to when the stick loses its appeal. If you're pulling it out and hitting him at the two thirty, and then when you get to the fifty and you try it again, the horse going, Well, we've already you've already asked for that effort. Been, it's not been gonna, there, yes, exactly. Been, been, been done there, that. done that. Is mm. Exactly right. So um, I, I I I will struggle. I think timely outburst is definitely the one to beat. I can't really back around it, but I'm struggling to take two fifty about um, the inexperience of, of Nicole Hotwood here. Um, Not inexperienced. She's definitely she's not an apprentice, but just on a on a bigger stage. she that's run. my concern.
0: She, I, I agree. I, that, that's I, my sh- concern at two
1: fifty, dollars I know she's run, she's rode this horse brilliantly. Yeah. Um, today she's done absolutely nothing wrong. It's just, it's just simply a, a matter of I just don't, I don't feel I, comfortable taking 2 dollars I think the, the late market will reflect that too. Yeah. There's
0: going to be, be, well, be people who want to take Nicole Hotwood on, let's be honest. I've, got you know, a, I've right?
1: actually got a, a $3.10 on betting. Yeah. That's the thing. That, it's, it's really quite funny in that sense. At $3.10, I'm, this is the only horse I really want to play. But, in the at, but
0: while we're recording, it's a 2 dollars Exactly. Right. This could
1: yeah. be one of my, in the end, could be one of my main plays of the day. I mean, yeah. If it trades 360, money um, money doesn't come. Money goes elsewhere, which it may well do. So um saw Rain of Fire got smashed first up in betting against the older horses. Um, went well considering went yeah. how much he, uh, he fought Jordan Turner. Um, 1200 should suit more blinkers off it's that's probably a good move here i think um he looks to have come back something like his debut campaign which is which is good to see and and then Vane tempest despite the fact that i don't think she looks well in here i reckon she's come back in serious nick um good horse, yeah and looks yeah. Like a real proper racehorse so um
0: i think even even the other day at pinjara down the straight sort of half missed it was just sort of trucking behind as soon as jade was able, able to angle sort of she came it, sort of out out towards the outside rail and got it to take a split. When it took the split, she was powerful, I thought, Vain Tempest, the way she, she yep. let down, even though I think the second favourite in the race, was that Wiener Waltz all that say, the kick as well? That's that, all I'll stiff? say is yeah. if you
1: look at who's run second there because yep. um, I was actually I was on Wiener Waltz in yep. that race. To come from near last for a horse that's best racing has been leading, that was a super run, but it also takes a bit of gloss off the win because he yep. hasn't really had to beat anything. Um but in saying that, the way she won and the way she beat Secret Statue when she sat in the breeze had a horse putting pressure on her three deep the start before um, runs yeah, time. Yeah, she's runs time too. Runs yeah. time and runs runs really well for for a pretty form apprentice uh, apprentice pretty form hoop in Jade McNaught, who went one from one yesterday with uh, with minor tricks. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, at this stage, market's pretty bang on. First Law is way undermined. That's probably the one that's um, I'm happy to really take on. Thought it fell in over payroll allowed the other day. Thought it was entitled to probably win a bit better. The way that race was run. But um yeah, interesting. All day session, Pikey on. I didn't mm. see enough first up to to follow up. Captain Charmaine was a far better run, but you're obviously losing Pike on Captain Charmaine. It goes into all holiday session, which is obviously a couple of lengths on its own. So current markets, there isn't a bet for me, but I'm going to be keeping a, a Hawkeye for some uh, some three-plus timely outbursts, and that'll get me involved.
0: Timely outbursts on top for me as well. I'll be waiting late on the uh, Betfair exchange, Betfair.com. One of those ones if it trades
1: 220 type thing, yeah. I'm, I'm happy not having a bet as well. Yeah, like I'm actually happy not getting involved here, so I'll, I'll, I'll need my price.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think Rain of Fire, I thought that – Trial was good. Yeah. The first up run was good behind uh, uh, Amosinis, who we'll be speaking about shortly. So that form looks good. From gate one, uh, blinkers off, settles kinder for Jordan Turner. Rain of Fire finds Gabbard. Do call-
1: leaders back or three defence?
0: Uh through the fence. Yeah. yeah. Just it's a
1: bit good. harder from three of the fence and yeah,
0: yeah. So just needs that galloping room, but but he's uh he's a pretty talented horse on his day and uh uh thought that there all the signs are there to suggest that he's right back on track. But timely outburst, the Spruker form, graceful girl form, uh up on top of the speed, uh, looks uh stands out as the horse to beat.
1: Yeah. yeah. timely outburst, three bucks, Vain Tempest, five sixty, rain of fire six sixty. Bet fair. They're the three I'm I'm happy to look at, but very much in the timely outburst corner if i get my price
0: okay race four is the happy 50th birthday to grant mccleary handicap
1: happy birthday grant yeah he's a good lad grant uh mccleary owner of the velvet king yeah he very was, uh, heavily
0: involved in the yeah. impressive racing setup, yeah isn't his he?
1: son i think works for them okay. uh his son might have a little. Share and clairvoyance, or he might be the strapper for clairvoyance. Don't quote me exactly on that, but Grant is like he's a cracking bloke, and he always says he wants to come on and uh, and talk about uh, the Velvet King. Well, so maybe uh, if they head to a railway stakes, we can get him on that edition. Quick phone call and feel see what it feels like to be an owner in mm-hmm. railway stakes. Week. I'll be able to tell you as well, probably. But um, do you get that one? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, did, okay. yeah. I didn't yeah. get the reaction I was Sorry. <laughs> anyway, good bloke. Happy fiftieth, Grant. Don't look a day over thirty. Um, BJ, this isn't a race. Have you seen? Have
0: you before? Have you seen how the foot the, the footy players right mm. say your favourite football player is? Uh, wow, well, who would your favourite football player be? Uh, say, I'll for argument's sake. Right, yeah. he, he, he's not yours, but he, uh, you can you can. Like there's an app where you can ask Elliot Yo to send a happy birthday message oh, to your mum. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe we should start doing that and start sending out happy birthday messages from the one one. Oh, wow,
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ! Are we gonna, happy are birthday,
0: we, Grant McCleary. Are we going to charge people for that? <laughs> Bloody hell! Um, yeah, wow. <laughs> who would your favorite? Who would your player be? If you, wanted, all, all if you wanted, if you wanted to hear from someone to wish Terry Layton a happy birthday, who would? Who would? Who would go past
1: players? Yeah, Peter Matera and Mark LaCroix. Yeah, that would be big, big fan Pistol Matera Mark LaCroix. I love, love the key forwards though. Like, if you're talking other clubs, I love your Jonathan Browns, <laughs> Browns. Nick, Nick Rewald. Yeah, favorite current player. Mm, really jumping on Paul Huckle's son loves Oscar Allen. He, he pinged him years ago. Mm. Uh, we got a footy signed for him from uh, from Oscar for, for young Huckle. Um, yeah, probably Oscar Allen or Willie Rioli. Mm. How about you? You'd be a boy. You'd be boring boy, and shooey. No, uh, no,
2: Fine, oh, no, no, Ryan, no, no,
0: no, Ryan, yeah. Ryan. Of course. Fine, Ryan. Ryan. Of
1: course. Electric.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Happy
1: birthday, Grant. Yeah. We just go on Segway sometimes, don't we? Yeah. I said to BJ at the start of this episode, we, I think it's time to try and just uh, try and shorten it just a little bit, and then we're yeah we're going on segways talking about <laughs> Peter Matera, and Mark Lacroix. <laughs> so you all know what happened next. All right. <laughs> this is a race I have no. Sorry, Grant, but I can't help you with the winner in the the race after you. This is a race I just I just couldn't get it, my head around. BJ. Do you think um, do you
0: think Grant disappointed that there's no impressive racing horse in this yeah, he, yeah. well he, he he should be yeah mm. the you know, you know the, one of the bugbears is there's no trial replay for dunbar
1: yeah and, which and it's is disappointing. throwing out winners too bella yeah. liberty was huge um deep the trip at cow and mine won yesterday too so um yes yeah, so had dane hollingworth message me this morning saying would have loved to have uh seen Montrix trial yeah mm. uh, 100% agree yeah makes it difficult I think they just don't have vision I don't think there's anything sinister must have curve. been a, uh, like, a, when we, like when we forgot to uh, press record what. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what I wish uh, I got a horse by the name of Thinking Game that cost us an arm and a leg with the pierces, and I wish I didn't have vision of any of its trials <laughs> just to not know how slow it is Ah, dearie me. Ah, yeah, no, nah, I've got minimal to offer here, BJ. Agent J. think on that's why we're uh, talking yeah. shit. <laughs> Agent J on form. It's got to be hard to be. But I, again, I can't be hopping in at three bucks about a horse that's on the seven day backup, 1200 back to 1000 with a heap of speed coming across. So, um, yeah, Dunbar trialed well, maybe. <laughs> Don't know. Yeah. Um-
0: yeah, I think I, I quite I thought Agent J was the biggest danger to Poor Lee last Saturday and uh that was a big run. Sat outside poor Lee and just kept coming and coming and coming. Twelve hundred back to a thousand of seven days is uh, is an obvious challenge. Unorthodox. Very unorthodox, but uh, begins well from two. Keshaw is doing a good job. He's improving with every ride, this uh, this young fellow. So, he, he really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He really is. I uh, yep. thought he's just he's looking really balanced and strong Luke's at the moment. Choice yep. Yep.
1: yesterday. Secret apparently didn't win on last Sunday, but uh, last Saturday, sorry, but he got into second. And oh, they're, they're, horses they're are running. running. They're yep. running
0: for him, yeah. So they're feeling it through the reins there. So mm-hmm. Agent J on top for me, but I'm a bit like Terry. I thought that. Is that price just like sent out like that just because it ran second to Pooley last Well, Saturday? it should be. The
1: thing you got to remember about that race with Pooley last week is OBH11 and um, Dolly M was uh, back of the leader. They were both gone mm. at the 5600, which caused real separation to the rest of the field and allowed those two to gap him. Um, but, yeah, it does look a pretty good form reference. And I dare yeah. say when the Stephen Miller yard back him up like this, he's really, he's really good at backing him up, Stephen Miller. Yeah. So I reckon he's just um, – He's a very happy horse, and he's 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 got to be the on top selection. But yeah, I'm I'm not jumping out of my skin to take you, to take the three dollars ten. He's
0: honest. uh yeah he's my on top selection agent Jay uh,
1: Dunbar. Who knows? But
0: um he's he had good good two year old form. He didn't quite come up last. He didn't come up at all really last prep. Did he? even his lead up even his lead up trial was poor. Ordinary. So he's actually won a trial this prep. How so, did, was it a good trial? Well, you can only just take a line through the fact that two winners have come out of it from behind him, I suppose. But uh, you're betting blind in, in some ways. But uh, for me, I thought the... That sounds like my Saturdays <laughs> when I go to the races. <laughs> for me, something just a little bit um, mm. away from the obvious was I thought Bedouin Bell could improve a um, oh, length yeah. or two, second up on the quick back I didn't mind it the wins. way she found the line last Saturday. Yeah, she knows so. how
1: to win too, which is good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. she's, a, she's a real winner. <laughs>
0: But see, Jay. What was, Knork, that, what was the goes back on, and then, we spoke about this last week. Jade back in form. She rides winners in waves. So don't be surprised if she bobs up on a couple on Saturday as well.
1: I'd be going place heavy if you're back in Bedouin Bell. Mm. Uh, I, I actually thought Bedouin Bell went super last mm. week. And um, yeah, you've got to remember, she still uh, had 30 goes and she's been placed on 16 occasions. So she's been placed over 50% of her starts. The $3.53.70, the hole, which could even be longer late, um, may be a really good bet here. So to be honest, this is the race I'm going to probably sit down later on and have a deeper dive into. This was the one race in the program I just thought, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to be involved. Here. Um, drink what you like. Five bucks looks way under the odds to me. Um, we don't know anything about Dunbar. Uh, Olga Louise, we ridden to lead. Jack the Joker was tough winning that race every yeah, day. Good, wasn't Come it? to the breeze. Yeah. No reason he can't win again. But then you've got more speed potentially from Cristella. Secret Assault. Um, as I said, Olga Louise will cross. Them. <laughs> Even just-
0: Secret Assault with a nine year old. He's just- racing so well. He is, yeah. That yeah. run fifth to. Sonny Silk and then the other day he ran that
1: fourth to Vain Tempest was good as well. Yep. So. Doing absolutely nothing wrong. Yeah. But I don't know if he's I don't know if he's got another win left in him. No. In the, uh, he's got a win somewhere. He's only a sixty or so there's definitely a, a nice little sixty plus for him on a Wednesday or a Thursday. But uh yeah, the Saturday win might just elude him. But um He
0: looks like the sort of horse who will kill a quarty like before yeah, his time's out, he, don't you reckon? He'll kill a couple of quads yeah, that day if he wins,
1: yeah. Probably have him all up, sacks on, sacks off that day, or <laughs> maybe a warnable, they can send him over together. Uh, Asian Jay, for the sake of a tip, uh, don't like the 1,200 to 1,000, but the form lines are um, are superior. Even going back to last prep with uh, former and excellent dream, cryptic love, sassy trader, it's it's better form lines. So we're back in the uh, former apprentice and back in the yard, who I, I trust when they back him up off um, seven days. We saw timely outbursts go off seven days recently for Stephen Miller, went super behind Graceful Girl, and that looked an odd backup at the time, 1,300 back to 1,200, so... Knows what he's doing, um, Agent J. For the sake of a tip, BJ.
0: Me too. I'd like high threes, uh, Agent J, to, to get involved. I was yep. I was about three eighty. I think the, mm-hmm. the low threes at the moment is a bit bit tight. But yeah, I think Agent J mm-hmm. uh, thought he is a, a pretty decent horse. Actually, improving all the time, and um, he can uh, he looks the horse to beat. <coughs>
1: Time for our Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind competition. I feel like we need like a, a a soundtrack going into that. Like yeah, doo, 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 doo. yeah. We I need like know. a big build up, don't we? Yeah, we yeah. do. We do. I'll have to ask something to, to producer Jen. Yeah, we'll speak to the the uh, graphic and sound department. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, Terry, the Mundaring. Did you know that it has been the heart of the hills mm. since 1899? You can find it Jacoby Street, Mundaring. Uh, if you're in the neighborhood, drop in and see the publican, Ian Butcher O'Connor, say good day. Let him know you're a one-one listener. And uh, have a yarn to the great man up there as well. He loves, loves a chat, loves his WA racing as well. So last week we had uh Lockie Taylor. Uh he was going for a three-peat, wasn't mm. he?
1: Traded short in the run, too.
0: Yeah, you did mark him quite short, yeah. but um Unbackable. wasn't to be the challenger, Fraser Hay, he claimed the title of the WA racing mastermind. And He's back to defend his title today, Fraser. Welcome back to the show.
2: G'day, lads. How we going?
1: Very well, mate. Very well. What's the? Uh, you were telling us off air that uh, you're a pretty big thing in uh, Perth racing these days, and it's hard to leave the house. How's uh, how's the paparazzi been treating you this week? Now that you're um, now that you're a WA racing mastermind champion.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're sending them off from all areas, mate. Um, had to unfortunately tell the boys couldn't uh, attend the races on Saturday. It's the, uh, being a big deal in the races these mm. days. So um, <laughs> hopefully we can keep the show going.
1: Mate, it's a burden. It's a burden that you have to bear. But I'll tell you what, uh, BJ mentioned that uh, Ian Butchie O'Connor doesn't mind a chat about some WA racing. I'll tell you another bloke that doesn't mind a bit of a chat about uh, WA racing. That's Kieran Kev Evans, the challenger.
3: Kev, how are we? Yeah, Thank you, guys. How are you guys?
1: Yeah, well, mate. Well, what are the confidence levels like going into this?
3: Um, look, after hearing last week's competition and Fraser saying that Great Shot hadn't won a group <laughs> one, um, I think that if there's any questions like that, I might be able to get it to the line. Uh, I like
1: it. Some shots fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
0: before, before we start, Kieran, are you gonna, what's, what's your buzzer? Is it Kieran, Kev, Kevin, Kevo? What are we doing? Uh, I'll, we'll
3: go with Kev? Kev.
0: We'll because uh, Terry is uh, Terry's the judge, so he uh, he has to listen. So it's Kev and it's Fraser. And uh, one more thing, Kev, your uh, your good mate Lockie Taylor was a uh, dual uh, mastermind winner, and then he got rolled, obviously, by uh, by Fraser last week. What did you make of, of Lockie's performances on uh, on recent podcasts?
3: Um, look, obviously, the, the first one he, he did was quite good. The second one was obviously not that bad either. But last week. Again, the same question that Fraser got wrong. Uh him not knowing that the uh the big grey one a group one, that had that had the chat room um fired up and and just you know, poking fun at Lockie for a good good hour hour or two.
0: So the WhatsApp chat lit up, did it?
3: Yeah, not letting him live that one down.
0: Very good. All right, so <laughs> champion is Fraser Hay. Are you ready? Yep very ready to go challenger kevin kev evans are you ready yes all right boys your names are your buzzers so to be crowned this week's mastermind you'll need to be the first person to get three questions correct question number one who is the new trainer of red can man
1: fraser fraser Fraser, Fraser, googling right now. <laughs> <laughs> Five, four,
2: oh, three, two. Go okay, Kieran, Maher and David, Eustace. Nah, I know that's wrong.
1: You mm. can have a free hit, Kev. You got three seconds.
3: Oh, two. Yeah, uh, Peter Moody.
1: No, no, it's not. Um, it's not uh, Adam Durant. Sorry, mate. Uh the answer is David Brightoak. David Brightoak? Yeah. Hmm. Good uh, stuff. Yeah, Red- not getting that. I, I, would, I wouldn't have got that either, to be honest.
0: <laughs> Red Can, man, of course, racing at Flemington mm. this Saturday. Question number two, how many runners do Peter's investments have in the Belmont Guineas this Saturday?
3: Kev. Kev? Zero. Good lad. Correct. He's on the
0: board. Kev's one on the nil. board. Kev won. Fraser, yet to score. Question three, name the apprentice jockey who rode her first winner at Broome last Saturday.
2: Fraser.
0: Yes. Ah, oh, Fraser,
1: Fraser by a long way too. Rosie the home, very good. One all. I like this. This Is mm. a good competitive battle, isn't it? Fraser was, was quick, it, quick it, off the mark. Yeah, he? he was. Did
0: it's he?
2: A did he, did he jump the Love gun? My broom, <laughs> right? I, I reckon. I
1: reckon Fraser might have had
0: something on. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he might have.
2: too. Might, might have I think he's spot on.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Question four. Question four. Name the recent Bunbury Stakes winner who finished third behind Variation and Gadding in the twenty seventeen. I want guineas.
1: Fraser.
2: Western Temple.
1: Oh, very good. Very good. 2-1. Very good. Yeah. We were there that day, Beto.
0: Yes, Mm. we were. Uh, Dig deep, stiff. Yeah. Reeling. Still looking for a gap. Question five, Mitch Pateman (laughs) trained. I I will preface this by saying this is is a terrorist question. (laughs) A lot. This one. (laughs) All right. Question five. Sorry, lads. We'll start again. Question five. Mitch Pateman, trained and rode speeding Comet Kev. to to win.
1: Oh. Okay. Yes, Kev. In yes, Kev.
3: Kev.
1: What's your answer? Sorry? Kev. Kev. Nah, well, you, you probably should listen to the rest of the question, you goes <laughs> Now Fraser, oh. gets a free, Fraser, oh, okay. Fraser gets a free I free, Fraser did. buzzed in as well. Oh, you? did he hang on? Did Fraser buzz in first?
0: I, no, I don't think he buzzed in no. first. Did you buzz in? Oh, I heard oh. Fraser buzz
2: in.
1: Yeah, I buzzed in after
0: Kev. Oh, what are we? We reset it and they can both have a crack at it. Yeah, right? okay,
1: that's, that's good. You, yeah. So you've both got your buzzers
0: back yeah. open, all yeah. right? Yeah. You're both back <laughs> alive. So it's Fraser 2, Kev 1. Question okay. 5, Mitch Pateman trained and rode Speeding Comet to win at Kalgoorlie recently. Prior to Mitchell, who was the previous dual-licensed person?
2: Fraser.
1: Yes, Ooh. Fraser. Um, three. Was it.
2: No, trained by Simon. I've got nothing. I had Simon Miller in the back of my mind, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't I think so. have to I do don't think Simon's part.
1: making weight at the minute. Unfortunately,
2: oh, no, I, I, I wouldn't I have thought
1: to. so. So,
0: so, who was the previous dual-licensed person to train and ride their own horse to victory in WA? It
1: was on the dirt as Jared well. Jared Lucky. Oh no, not Jared Nosky. No, it was on the dirt. It was Michelle Hagley. Michelle Hagley. Really? Oh. Blah big the big blows. Big blows. And before Michelle Hagley, it was Kira Yule. Wow, there
0: we go. Uh, oh, okay. oh, all right, so still two one. Who okay, here we go. Question number six. Who rode great shot to a four length victory in the twenty sixteen Belmont Guineas?
2: Kev. Kev. Craig Staples.
0: Yeah,
1: the moment he, I was surprised I didn't hear someone's name with the moment they said who rode "Great Shot." Yeah, like you've only really got one answer. Unless, you, then again, the question would yeah. have been at his last couple, I guess, and it would have been Jade. Oh, I think it was. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Two all. We're getting two two. Here we go. If they're listeners of the one one, like if they're religious listeners of the one one, they'll they'll know this straight off the bat. Okay. Question seven: There were two caricature plate winners in last week's Hyperion Stapes. Bella road was one. Who was the other?
2: Kev. Kev.
3: Caracatta played runners. Dance music. Oh, <laughs>
2: I just can't believe this shit.
1: <laughs> Fraser, you got five seconds. <laughs> Fraser for the steal.
3: Four.
2: Oh, three. I'm gonna go Caracatta Big D. Big I'm oh like, <laughs> Kev, how can you do Kevin, that, mate? Kevin, 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 Kevin. Kevin.
1: Talk about WhatsApp chats. He buzzed in earlier and I thought, here we go. We've sorry. given him one on a playroom. Oh, I
3: was oh. I was only looking at, at
1: the top six. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's good,
0: I don't uh, mind that
3: very, good. very quick, Kevin.
0: Uh okay. Oh. Well, congratulations, Fraser. Hey, you've done it again. You back are to the, back. you are the back-to-back. WA Racing, Mastermind Champion. Congratulations, mate. How does it feel?
2: Yeah, very good boys. Good to uh keep the crown running on for a little another week. Um I think the uh the extra motivation of hearing uh the crew offering up a spot at his Christmas party for the uh number <laughs> one winner might have uh might have got me over the line you've, there. You, so uh,
1: taken, uh, you're taking the week off work to uh to to study uh past yeah. and present uh, West Australian <laughs> racing trivia. <laughs> Yeah, it was just that additional
0: and what, motivation. And what
2: better way it? to do it than on the chair?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: very good on the on the champ, dig deep. No, very good. That was good fun. Fraser gets the victory. Kev, uh you went oh so close, mate. Just came up a t- touch short, but I'm sure the WhatsApp chats will be lit up after you got that last question yeah. incorrect, yeah. mate. But uh,
3: I if, um, if you can, if you can cut that last question out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> kev thanks a lot mate. thanks for uh your contribution to the one one of course you have been on here uh and uh, are a friend of the podcast and uh we appreciate all the uh, all the support we get from you and uh unfortunately you come up short today but fraser is the champion and uh fraser will you be uh will you be here next thursday to do battle again
2: absolutely will be
1: Wonderful. Thank you, lads. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, have either of you done the form a oh, Sunday please. yet? Have you, Either of you got a special for us a Sunday? Throw us your best. Uh, uh, Brooklyn
2: uh, Pier for me. Brooklyn Pier for Kev. I'll go today. Money ma- uh, not Money Matters. Money. Uh, M- M- material Witness. Today. Material
1: <laughs> Witness. Jeez, if if he makes it to the gates. That's on him about an hour and a half, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, no praying. Praying he gets around safely. That's uh, that's a key thing. Anyway, thanks, lads, and we'll and, speak to you next week.
0: And uh, another one hundred dollar gift voucher
1: yes. to the Mundaring
0: Hotel oh. is on the way to Fraser. Hay congratulations, mate! Yeah, well, cheers, lads. Thanks, boys. See you. That's. Race five of the day is a free entry to Belmont Park Handicap. Still free entry, Terry. Perth Racing, they're just so they – They don't have the
1: facilities to charge. <laughs> I think they're going to just get a, a plastic bag and say, chuck your 10 bucks in or something, are they? Um, yeah. No, free entry. Amazing. Great way to, to spend your Saturday, are Well – It actually is a great way to so – I'm, I'm sounding like a wanker. Though, I, saw a photo, is, I
0: saw a photo of you on Facebook, actually. Yeah, did you? Yeah. yeah Perth right. Racing, we're using your image to, pr- to promote their product. Mm. Did you – Did you sign up for that too? Yeah, I've sent him an invoice. It's okay.
1: Don't worry about that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. you
0: weren't yeah, wearing, I think it was with that Anton. Wearing, Young Anton's yeah. in that photo with me. And, you weren't wearing any of your sponsored SEN or sponsored Betfair No, so. no, no I had
1: the Dig Deep Cufflinks on, though, which yeah. we have get a run, which uh, Betfair sent me a couple of years ago. They get a run for his, all of his meetings, but uh, unfortunately they weren't lucky this time around. Mm. Um, no, good day out there. Always so, a good but, day at Belmont. But you didn't pay to get injury. in, which is the, the best Exactly thing, right. Yeah. They paid me. Yeah. Okay, uh, BJ, now, here we go. Over the 1,600 metres, I spent about an hour and 45 minutes, nearly two hours, um, which an hour and 45 minutes is. It's nearly two hours doing this race last night, and I just don't know why I spent so long doing this race because I have found races without any obvious speed maps are just not really the races I like betting into because there's so many different ways they can be run. I love betting into a map and a a race shape. It's one of the things I write in my thing, one of the my personal notes is how will a race be run, and then you go, okay, strong leaders or not much speed, difficult to make ground, or or however ratio or weak leaders, you can come from last year, and that's how I like to talk about it. But this race shape was just a, um, it was a breakfast for dogs, really, wasn't yeah. it? Um, like I, yeah, I mean, the, the biggest thing that I wanted to figure out going into this race, what are my tactics going to be? And because the race has so many different possibilities and what could occur, I want to look for some value here, and I think that's that's the way we've got to assess this race from a speed map point of view. I, I think Tiff has spoken, breezed. When winning its maiden, Um, I know horses don't like to change and stables I should say don't like to change tactics after a win they probably think we'll stick to stick to what worked but i think it's a really good opportunity with paul harvey going on board to, to press forward and lead or look for a spot in the breeze or you know just just race forward just race more prominently in a race to avoid a speed and i think de- you
0: could, i think you could say that for like quite a few of these
1: sources well you know? deputano yep. deputano is one that's led one one run away by a couple of lengths can miss kicks badly though mm. um but it's a race you can probably miss the kick and, and still work to the top just about because there isn't much speed so i'm, I'm thinking those two with, with tin snip who put in a a little bit of a flat one last start. Um, it does have gate speed on his day. I think they'll happily go forward with tin Tinsnip at a moderate tempo and say if nothing takes us on, just lead. Mm-hmm. Um, but if either of those two come across, then don't be afraid to just park right on them. But that's how I had it. I couldn't have any of the others. Would you go forward. forward
0: with Treasured Crown? Because I mean, I don't if, think if it, it, does, jumps if well it doesn't enough. go forward, it goes back, and
1: can it win from? See, Yes, Treasure is one of the two I actually want to back here, BJ. And, and yeah. it's funny. And I've got it going back to last. And so you would go, well, h- how are you backing your horse that's going to be back to last on such a slow tempo? So we all go now. And, and this is one thing I, you sort of think more about. You go on your little huddle before the race. And mm-hmm. everyone's doing the form in this race. Everyone can see there's no speed in this race. Pikey got it completely wrong last start in, in a race where he went back to last. and He was on a, a horse that's trying to get up to the 2,000, 2,400-meter type range. Um, and he tried to ride it like it was Graceful Girl that can pick up and accelerate. That wasn't the way to go about it. And I was filthy because I had this got out to twenty five, twenty six. Oh, he's got me a few times recently. Right? <laughs> so I'd be, I'm sure, I'd be a, a lot uh, further in front than I am behind on him. But I'm just s- talking about his negatives at the moment, um, but. I think he would have learned something from that. The the Stable would have learned something from that. And I think there'll be, A, I think because they might go so slowly, we'll see mid-race moves if Tiff doesn't go forward, Mm. a mid-race move from Tiff or a mid-race move from Sluice Fox or a mid-race move from... Gifted um, Warrior. Gifted Warrior, exactly right, British basic. anything. There could be... Things could get ugly here and Pike either follows one of those into it or Pike from the 600, he says, off we go. I'm fit as a fiddle. (laughs) I'm fit as a fiddle now. He says, off we go because this is... It's it's weighted to win this race. It's ready to win. It's 100%. It's it's so ready to win a race. But if he jagged it from last straight back to the fans – Dearie may, they just haven't done. He hasn't done his um, he hasn't done his homework. Um, so so or, or he hasn't listened to the podcast. Exactly right. But if they go along at a, at a reasonable tempo and don't go too slow in his back last, the race simply might not get the shape where he can win it, and he yeah. might just be in an impossible position on the turn, so He, he needs galloping
0: room and momentum. This horse so. exactly right gets. Yeah.
1: But if if the race shape pans out for him, um, I think he's the one that's the most. Ready to win, um so I definitely want to have something. I don't know what the price will do. Last week he was nines out to nearly thirties betfair, which is unheard of for a horse who as for a horse that I actually liked as for well. A, for a pike, um, I was really horse. yeah. Because oh, I, I didn't have a cent on early. I, I thought the betfair price would, would be low teens, but I didn't expect mid twenties. And um yeah, yeah, you don't often get mid twenties about a W pike, Theresa white runner who probably should have won the race in all fairness. He if he makes the, the wider move and gets into it, maybe on the back as tiff has spoken or something of that nature. I think it's yeah, I think it's curtains. I think it wins. I think it's a, a very progressive type of horse. Um, but the other runner who's come kind of up big value for me, I've got it nine dollars fifty, is gonna go. Mm. Um, tip's gonna go a few starts ago. Um, when nothing went right for Matty Derrick. It was just a, a horror show. Missed it, tried to circle and tried to go, yeah, just not, nothing went right that day. Um most recent outing, uh, drew the drew 13 or 14, went back to last and ran the quickest last six of the race, I think it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, the quickest last six of the race. It's not a lot of horse that's going to run blistering final splits, but he's now dropped five points. His last three gates are 13, 10, 9. Rawilla sticks. He's drawn barrier two. He can kick it up from the gate. The trials that trials started the prep were huge. Um, and his first two, uh, first up and second at runs, they were both really nice as well. What I liked more about last week, um, or a fortnight ago, was the fact he was down to the 1,400, which was never going to suit a horse like Go fourth up. Um, so back to the mile here. He maps well. He's dropped five points. so He's dropped two and a half kilos. Um, he gets four and a half kilos on tin snip for their last week. He's minute. almost,
0: a, a, other than true attraction, he's probably the class horse of the race, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he, he, go,
1: is, yeah. he is. He and is. And you look at the form lines behind um, Come For Me, Billy Ain't Silly. Yeah. Um, and then you compare that to to your Tiffer Spoken um, form lines and your war form lines around stockyard gossip. Um, it's yeah, it's the stronger form lines. So the way he wins this race is a horse like Deputano or Tiffer Spoken rolling him along at a reasonable tempo out in front, he hops on their back and he gets the first crack at them. And that's how he wins the race. If they're bunching on the band, he's not going to outsprint him. Um so uh yeah. For me it's 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 a really nice race to to play two horses and I've got sort of one angle covered where hopefully I've got the leaders mm-hmm. back with um with gonna, gonna go. go. Yep. Not impossible, gonna go leads, you know? It's not not deathly impossible. And then the um treasured crown. So 20, 20 odd bucks and, and seven bucks gonna go and, and treasured crown. That's that's how I'm gonna play the race. I'm gonna have uh yeah, play the pair, but BJ, I'll tell you what. Um yeah, true attraction is definitely not impossible. So war is definitely not impossible. Tiff has spoken, deserves favoritism. I'm five bucks, Tiff. So, what's the current price? Three something, I think. Hold yeah, on. So, way uh, understand.
0: Tiff has spoken, 320, 330. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: that's, that's no interest whatsoever for me. Um, yeah, Deputano can go forward lead and be very hard to run down. Um, yeah, very, very open race. And, um, yeah, Excellent. let's. We'll shop for value. Long story short, Treasure shop. Crown, gonna go for me. BJ treasure crown and
0: so war for me okay I thought so was third behind try for us two starts ago was excellent then he followed that up with a WA day Cup victory in a genuine mile there on the uh, public holiday Monday Peter Nucky that was a really sweet ride from six I love the way that he began last start and he began he was almost Equal first out the machine. If he can begin well again on Saturday, I think Pete can be quite positive with with this with this guy. I don't necessarily think he's a get backer, get back runner on horse. He just hasn't had a lot of luck with barrier draws. So if Pete can get him to begin cleanly, he can almost land, land first four five. Could just about run him. yeah. Cool. He could. British bets. He could just about yeah. lead
1: the way they began last. Time.
0: Exactly. So and um, I think he's in really good form. He's only four, and I feel like he's he's. Progressive enough, so for me, I'm gonna. It's a double play for me where Terry's gone. Uh, true attraction gonna go. I don't mind gonna go a little bit as well, but my double play will be so war. True attraction. I saw you slip's gonna go into your top four. Mm. I was
1: surprised by that.
0: Yeah, I just just uh, think that he's getting down to a nice weight, good gait, Be Rawilla. This looks like a race for good jockeys.
1: I like that. Mm. Is, oh, that's good. Yeah, well, I got Pike and Rawilla. Yeah, dang Pike, uh, he owes me one. Yeah, yeah, I, really I like, think Brad,
0: I, Brad's only ridden about 99 Group One winners. So. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I um, I don't know the best time to back uh, Treasured Crown. That's the one thing I am unsure on. Currently seven bucks on five fifty. Don't know if uh, we take the early or pull the late trigger. Um, suspect suspect late, but uh, late. This, this where is a, this where is a, we're betting late? Uh betfair.com.au. Mm, okay. Smarter and harder. Race number six, uh, the Amelia Park Handicap, over the 1,200 metres. Um, interesting. How long did you spend
0: on this race after spending two less, hours on less time. less time. Less time?
1: This this race had good open form lines. Things made sense. Um, interesting. The speed? Notification. Not much speed. Mm-hmm. Less speed. But uh, they're going to try and go forward on Flo. Flo. Flo, um, which is interesting tactics. I didn't didn't know if Flo had so the that, speed that, to go uh, forward.
0: So just let the listeners know, that was a... T- Notification that came through from at the races WA on Twitter, yes, announcing a, a riding tactic change for Flow, attempting to lead. Is that was that the wording? Yeah, to attempt, attempt
1: to, lead? Them to lead. Yeah, there's obviously no speed in the race. So Marty said, "Well, you know what? We might try and flow it forward." Um, I don't know if Flow's got the uh, necessarily the gate speed to lead, does it? With the with the with the impost Bow and Flow. <coughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting. That, that that's the intention, but I don't know if Flo's got the speed. Was um, that was that Pete McCormick? Uh, might have been. Re, uh, might have been Scotty. Mm. Scotty might have rang in and said, "We're going to lead. We're we going forward." Marty this, might not even know about it. This yet. is what we're doing. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I think they just need to drop some points with Flo. Ninety-two, Ray, right, to get it down to a 86, 84, and I reckon Flo can win a couple of races. It's a it's a nice horse. It's been a, a five hundred seventy-one thousand dollars. Done well. Anyway, uh, interesting race uh, here. Um, I think you'll find, um, I think you'll find, excellent dream has ridden a lot more aggressively yep. um, this time out, especially in a race with, with really um, minimal speed. Um, Speeding comet comes across. Um, it's not impossible. Excellent dream even finds a rail here, BJ. I don't know how you mapped it exactly. Reflectivity um, first up at the twelve hundred. Whether it's got the speed, it looks like it's going to be better over a mile. I had, little, uh, I had, had excellent dream leading. Yeah. yeah. So the good thing about Excellent Dream is though it's if, if flow goes mad or if I'm um, speeding Comet with the low weight comes across and's desperate to lead, Pike can tuck in and it's a good horse. Um, tucking in as well so look i i I just think there's a couple of horses that are really well suited here I'd quickly touch on them jericho missile um was huge last start at at an unsuitable 1400 unsuitable in the soft ground goes far better at 1200 on the dry drawn a gate weighted nicely this is as winnable race um as jericho missile has found since probably it's three-year-old i agree
0: if he's going to keep working through the grades these are the races that he's going to pick off i think yeah
1: Yeah, in saying that, uh, it's not the way I'm going. Uh, Speeding Comet, I don't think it's an impossibility. It's out at $30 mark now. Um, The win at Kalgoorlie was really nice, but the 61 down to 53, albeit – a long way up in class. This is a really nice map. Form jockey, nearly, um, nearly on Lactar's catch weight. I think uh, speeding Comet at thirty dollars is probably slightly over the odds. Brooklyn Pier is a runner that will be very popular. Data players will be huge on it. I was surprised how well the last win rated, but there has to be some. Like, what price are we talking, Brooklyn Pier? Two twenty. Yeah, two twenty. No, I, I can't. Two uh, ninety. That's all data 2, money. Two ninety. Brad Yeah, morning. no, I didn't even. No. That's that's all. That's the data is very. Firmly in the Brooklyn Pier corner, and, and fair enough. It was a really nice win first up. But timescale didn't exactly frank that yesterday. Madame Torre didn't frank that last week. Um, look, at the, the 1,200 has to be some type of query, but does tick a lot of boxes here. Should park right on them. Uh, the three-year-olds against the older horses tend to be pretty aggressive and tend to be hard the beats. Um, he, he's giving a, up I think, seven points here think, as well. I think he's a smart horse. So
0: like, it, yep. that, that, The thing that I like which you touched on, is the points. Neville Parnham, very shrewd operator when it comes to the – I don't the, think he is. The, the ratings. I reckon he
1: is. <laughs> yeah. He is uh, he, he 100%. We might have an argument here, actually. I feel myself getting fired up. Neville Parnham is not a uh, astute when it comes to points. Think about the amount of times he has horses like Turbo Power or um, – uh holy ghost the other day was he's risking risking 15 points for some of these horses when there is more suitable races seven days later but but those
0: horses are are horses that don't win out of turn like i'm talking about like this this class was brooklyn he's a three-year-old why would he put him in in this this race if if he wasn't prepared to to uh
1: to cop the points do you know what i mean he reckons it's going places that's what you're looking at here yeah yeah yeah, you probably are right. It is. It is a horse going, and also closest. it's. I'll just double check. You, you feel me backtracking then? No, 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 uh, no. Like that's what? Because I'm not. I'm not. I'm definitely not. He definitely missed. Like he's got. Uh, he's got. Um, also, he's a West Speed horse as well. This uh,
0: Brooklyn Pier. So he's three. So how many more opportunities do they get at West Speed? It's only till the end
1: of the season, isn't it? is not Does that 142,000 include the 89 West Speed or is that on top? I uh, know that's
0: that, so it's one hundred forty-two thousand plus eighty-nine plus eighty-nine. Yeah, jeez. Big bonus in there. Yeah. Big, uh, so I wonder whether he's just – yeah. I'm just trying to you, – you'll find that there will be a lot of three-olds, short-course three-olds starting between now and the end of the season to try to maximise the West Speed bonus payments because they end when they turn four. Oh, uh, okay. So this might be just a, a part of a, a programming thing that – and also if they pick it up because
1: they're coming from – It's only three points. It's only three though. points. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not – yeah, no. It's it's not the end of and the world. And the bonus,
0: the bonus money that comes in sort of – Covers the point uh, additional point penalty if
1: that's the case. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. So um, I think Brooklyn Pier will be super popular um, with punters, but it is it is a, it is a natural step up um, three year old a sixty two plus into a seventy eight plus against the tried and uh, tested um, horses here. So it'll be really really interesting to see how Brooklyn Pier goes, especially with the twelve hundred meters. Has to be a minor query, but. I do think the way he ran out the a thousand meters the other day. I don't. I don't think it'll be um, a, a huge ask, but I just think he's one that's going to get to. He's too, too short. short. He's, he's going to be far short. too short. And and I when I was as I, again this is it's the data punters and he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna trade short too. Well, Brooklyn looking at the numbers, is not
0: Indian Pacific. Do you know what I mean? No, when Indian Pacific was yeah. coming like he was never this price. Uh, Indian Pacific, and he's gone on and run second in the new market or something like that. So anyway, exactly um, right. Yeah. So
1: this is this is a favourite I'm going to take on. I haven't actually marked him favourite. Um, I've gone against the, as I said, the numbers which are, have been spat out by the PC. Uh, I've gone against the numbers there, but um, uh, the other horse I want to touch on quickly was Miss Frost, Bj. Yeah. Um, huge first up behind the rodeo and battle storm found a bit of uh, a bit of trouble in the straight uh the drawer is cruel because this horse is absolutely pinging the lids um at the moment or jumping nicely which it hasn't really done or didn't really do early career um and she's a 78 raider and a 78 plus she looks really nicely placed here i reckon jade might look to even follow excellent dream flow True. um and speeding comet across and and tuck in and if she tucks in sort of three back one off or gets the right roll into it with 54 very 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 hard to hold out late but there's a big chance that she either goes back to last was three wide no cover. or she's three wide no cover and you've got to you've got to allow for that in your pricing so um excellent dream for me um very confident that excellent dream will be grace yeah
0: yeah, yeah I, I agree i've had brooklyn pier on top in the leg up but i didn't expect him to be quite that price so both excellent dream and brooklyn pier come up under my odds at the moment and um, i had miss frost a 550 chance what's she at the moment she's a uh, 657 dollars, and i had uh, jericho missile uh about the same as well he's he's about bang on the money so i'm just gonna have to wait to see how the market market shakes out i expect brooklyn pier to push out further betfair um later. i expect there to be money for excellent dream and um like what terry said I think this is a really good setup for Jericho missile. Um, it's got a feeling that this this is might be his race actually in the leg up down the page. I went uh, Brooklyn Pier to be excellent dream Miss Frost and Jericho missile, but um sort of leaning towards playing Jericho missile or Miss Frost at this stage. I haven't really made up my mind guru, um, but yeah, just from listening to you doing the tapes last night, reviewing this race, I just, yeah, back to 1200. I thought, Jericho missile. Like, as I said, if he's gonna keep winning races as his, as his career progresses. Like, this is the sort of races he should be winning, so considering his level of talent. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I'll be looking to see, again, wait wait to see what the exchange says later. Like.
1: Yep, excellent dream. For me, as I said, the, the data tells me I should be waiting here, um, but I'm I'm $3 excellent dream, so I'm happy with the 360, but um, I'll probably hold fire and and look for a late price. Um, the key thing is excellent dream is a really hard horse to get past, and these all have to get past yep. him here on a soft map, so... Unless, um, uh, unless he's that last run was like elite, Yeah. like it was elite, and he's run ninth of twelve, and that's that might be a reason we see sort of four four bucks late, which would be um, yeah a price I'd be happy to pop
0: in. One that. last question: Are they going to be leading on state attorney again?
1: <laughs> I reckon you might find state attorney's written <laughs> a little bit quieter. Yeah, for uh, for CJP. Ooh, wait, so <laughs> wait, wait to see what are the, they Who uh, Are they trying to
0: set this up for? Ooh, no, they won't be. <laughs> uh, It'll it be interesting to see Touch State Attorney and Flow cutting throats out in front. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we never thought we'd see the day that, that would be happening, but uh, right. that could be a possibility. So, but if you don't follow at the races WA on Twitter, do so because they uh, they put out writing announcements which which do come in handy on yeah. occasion. So plenty of good stuff. Yeah, race seven is the Heineken Three handicap over twelve hundred meters, rating sixty six plus, and uh, all eyes will be on Amasina as so she attempts to make a five wins in succession. 1,000-metre victory, she just launched full turbo mode last start when she launched with the fastest splits of the day to, to win over 1,000 metres. Chris Parnham on board goes up to 1,200 metres, but she gets a low draw barrier two on this occasion. So you would imagine that she begins well enough to hold her midfield running position for Chris Parnham. And uh, from there, it appears as though the main obstacle will be enough galloping room, Terry. Is it as simple as saying that with galloping room, that Amasinus wins? Without galloping room, she's going to be in trouble.
1: That's probably a, it's it's simplistic, but I think that's pretty much bang on. Yeah, yeah. last five gates ten, seven, eight, ten, eleven. Mm. So she's only been getting as far back as she has been because she's had two from the drawers. I think she's probably only three pairs back here. Might have a slow one between her and Comes a Time, yeah. um, which means Comes a Time can give some cheek out in front. Who gets a pretty suitable map for Comes a Time? Probably yeah. gets Kelvin in the breeze and Kelvin back to twelve It'll be gone early. Uh, if it's not Kelvin, it's no dust on me. No matter who's in the breeze, it's weak mm. coming back on him. So um yeah, Uh always is very ready to win one, but I'm still just waiting. I want. I see Clint Johnston Porter or uh, maybe Chrissy Parner himself go on. He always before we um, before we probably pop in there. Um, but look, the winner for me comes from those three, and I am surprised. Of horses won four in a row, I thought right, I will get this one beaten. But this just for me looks. Just a really really nice setup for for Amacinas from the draw and um yeah I think she can make it well it should be 5 in a row and I think she can now make it 5 in a row.
0: I think uh, the only time I haven't backed her I think the last four starts was the day she beat She's Enchanted remember mm-hmm. we were both on She's mm-hmm. Enchanted that day and, and the yeah, She's Enchanted should have won. The thing that uh, <laughs> the thing that the knock on Amasena's that day was the gate meant that she was going to be be back last but she didn't end up last she actually began well and was in the three wide line and basically right on top of the speed so this this man isn't necessarily a get backer as Terry alluded to it's just the gates that she's been yeah. uh, she, mm-hmm. and that it's the hand that she's been dealt that has meant that she's mapped in that rearwards position but from two I expected to see no see Chrissy Parnum have her no worse in midfield coiled up He's just going to angle out into space and go bang. Amasinus on top.
1: Betfair key here as well. The two twenty is not enough. I'm not getting involved at that price. I'm two fifty, uh, and I want two eighty to bet. So I it, again, it might not get to my price. I'm not sure what she'll do here. There's a big chance money can come for Eorway as though to horse yeah. they like to support. So if, if Eorway is five fifty, trades at three eighty. Next thing you know, I mean, last start Amazinus was three eighty to nearly seven bucks. from yeah. there on Betfair. Yeah. So you, sometimes you're not expecting to have a bet. And next thing you know, Betfair says $2.90, $3.10 go, Here we go. Take Let's my, have a bet. Take my money. Take my <laughs> – I don't care. <laughs> Bucket. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's uh, I'm on Amacena's watch. I've got the blinkers on for a few of these races where they're not currently at my prices. or um, But I'm just – yeah, I'm really excited about Saturday because I'm just going to play Betfair but pretty much all day. Betfair. Bet. Fair. <laughs> I don't know what was coming out there. Uh, yeah, I can't even discuss the rest of them. There.
0: Yeah, but so, for me, yeah, Amasinus wins. Uh, if she's strung up in traffic or trouble, big trouble, comes a time, I might pinch it.
1: Yep. Yep. All right, the Belmont Guineas, race number eight. Uh, over the 1,600, 12 runners. There was extended noms called for here. So uh, I presume a few of these like uh, Al Bakturi, uh, maybe I'm Eugene who's on the seven-day backup, uh, Art Warrior who's coming out of a maiden. Uh, a few of those perhaps weren't already nominated, might have been um, late noms for that reason. But look, this very simply looks a race where Billy Ain't Silly, at, at the set weights, it's always going to suit those who have had more racing, but Billy Aint Silly has been beating up on um, older opposition in in the 72-pluses as well, not just your 60-pluses type thing, and and it's been winning extremely well. Um, It looks Billy Aint Silly's race, BJ.
0: Can I make a comment? You can. You don't need to ask. This is
1: a poor edition of the Belmont
0: Guineas. When you go through some of the –
1: it's a shame Graceful Girl's not
0: there. Exactly. So you, when you go through some of the winners, KC, Variation, Great Shot, Tradesman, Rowan won a WA Derby, uh, Grand Nirvana was was a really, really good horse. There's a long list of very talented top-line Belmont Guineas winners. For me, I think these, especially the three-year-old listed races, they're just not worth enough. So there's there's obvious, there's a lot of talented horses who would have – Tackled the Belmont Guineas, but what happens is if you beat Billy Ain't Silly at set weights, then mm. you don't really know that you, you, the ratings penalty is out of your control. Whereas if you if you plot your weight, what would you, if you get? If you, of, I, don't know. You get? I imagine you'd go to like a seventy four or something. So like if that. a horse like
1: Ben, or I'm You Jane, who are currently sixty three, sixty four riders, right? you reckon they'll get about ten points? Yeah. So for a- yeah, so about just shy of three wins for what is effectively one and a half wins prize
2: money.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. But, but you don't, you don't really know, which is half the problem, I think, Terry. Like, people are scared off. They're very ratings sensitive and they're scared off by the question mark. Oh, hang on. If I win this, what am I going to go to? What does that mean for my racing career moving forward? I think. If you make these races, these three-old listed races, hundred and fifty thousand, and you allow West Speed to be attached to those races as well, people are gonna say, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go around in the Guineas. If I win, I'm gonna cop the ratings penalty because yeah. it's gonna be worth it for me. Mm-hmm. And um, and I reckon it these p- these listed, these type of races would attract better runners. Like you won't have three-year-olds avoiding this race and going into ratings races or avoiding this race and going for a spell like Graceful Girl. I'm not saying that's why graceful girl isn't going around in the belmont kinneys but i want to see a bigger investment in these in these races so that you can there's a more distinguishable difference between a normal sad day three-odd race and a feature sad day race and mm-hmm. i think if you do that these three-odd uh, listed races will be better quality and will be better racing for everyone
1: Oh, well said good
0: speech I like and, that one. and <laughs> in saying all that i think uh Good luck beating Billy Ain't Silly.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's funny. The only pressure in the race is uh, the stable mates. So yes. You reckon there'll be instructions to really go forward and and apply some pressure mm-hmm. or uh, you think the verdict will just amble to the breeze? No, I tell you what, I wouldn't
0: mind if the verdict did apply a bit more pressure because I, like think, I bigger, think the yeah. only way Billy Ain't is going to get beat if, it, if he walks and he gets out zapped by She's a Charmer or uh,
1: try, try For, for us. us. Yeah, they both map. That's the one thing I will say yes. in this race. They both map really nicely is Try For Us and She's a Charmer. But um, I just think Billy... Is better than them. I think he's better than them. Romoli rides him really well, mm-hmm. but um, he'd have to train off. I think for him not
0: to win. And the day that he beat, not to be missed, and the uh, seventy-two pluses two starts ago, he went like well above average, um, well yep. faster than average to the eight hundred on that occasion. As I said, if the only way that Billy's going to get rolled um, from from my point of view is if Lakdar tries to ride him a bit cute, and then he, he it brings. That low pressure Belmont Guineas on Saturday, so that low pressure mile early in the middle, really brings Shita Charmer and Try for us into contention.
1: Break their hearts, you reckon?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Get, get, he, get... he
1: tends to ride Billy, ain't silly, with a bit of aggression, though, yeah. doesn't he? I mean, as you said, he has made the the blue probably once, and he, yep. hopefully he's learned from that. But um, yeah, and it's now into two twenty. There was a good there was a good whack of two eighty, and then other agencies went up two sixty and stuff yesterday, which. Um, which to me just on looked a really nice price. I'm I'm a dollar seventy eight um in a ninety-five percent market. Billy ain't silly. Mm-hmm. Um that's as short as I could have got it though. That that's that is bare bones. So the two twenty, two thirty, while it isn't all that exciting, I think that's what it will trade around that price. Um it's a bet for me, but um yeah, never want to pile into over the two dollars thirty. But uh, very confident Billy ain't silly. BJ.
0: Yeah, me too. Billy ain't silly. We've we've sort of pegged him from the this time last year, I would have thought Terry as a as a star on the rise and a black type horse in the making, and he gets his, his chance to uh, to record his first stakes victory on Saturday, and uh, and yeah, like um, the the only other real wild card in the race and. You never really know with these, what's going to happen with these Chris Willis runners, but Kerman Rock does have a third placing in the Ray Guineas, does have Lucy Warwick on board and does have a low draw. So I think um, if you're looking for something that could run top three at, uh, as a bit of a wild card at a big price, it could be Kerman Rock.
1: What line have you got Benji's are betting? like Forget the price. What line of betting have you got uh, Benji's? Good question. Just bear with me for one moment. Because this is something, this is the price that I, I can't actually um, take. Sixth. The- so you got bet so yeah. sixth in line, I'm fifth in line yeah. for Benji's. Um Sports Bet have up uh, fourteen dollars a place. I actually can't back placings with sports bet or get on it anyway. So I won't be able to take that. So I recommend someone takes that. It's trade's seven, eight bucks, most agencies. I bet you it trades seven bucks. You could yeah. you could take that and lay off on the exchange. Um, I can't do it unfortunately, but anyone with sports bet should be taking the fourteens, lay it off at eights, nines, tens, mm. have a little free hit. Benji's the place. Okay. Very good. Mm. So that's
0: that's why. He, that's why he's the Perth racing guru. Punter, as you heard it here first. So, <laughs> it, would this be the first listed race win for
1: Rauz Uh I'd say so. Yeah. It would be, wouldn't yeah, it? None, none other um, come to my mind. So, a little bit of pressure on an apprentice in a in a listed race, even though it's not a, like a, a big uh, a big feature day. Um, there is still a bit of pressure on, on Lakdara like in that sense. So that 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 should come into it to some degree. So, I wouldn't want to be yeah. Wouldn't want the price to get much shorter mm. to be diving in. So.
0: All right, so uh, the Belmont Guineas does look uh, Billy
1: Ain't Sillies to lose. It does, and uh, race nine looks like the Get Out Stakes Bj, <laughs> I didn't have much of a segue there. S-T-E-A-K-S. Who's it brought to us by? Timmy? Timmy. Timmy and
0: his team, the, uh, the very popular, extremely popular Get Out Stakes brought to us by market city meets the largest retail butcher shop in perth located at the canning markets on banister road we saw some good stuff on twitter from uh from some of our past get out stakes winners mm. um just showcasing some of the group one gear you get out there at uh market city Meets. so we always appreciate our um our listeners posting stuff on twitter and supporting our sponsors the market, uh, the market city meets, and of course the the Mundaring Hotel. So, even if you if you even if you go there on occasions, chuck something up on Twitter, and uh, we'll give it a, we'll give it a share because uh, yeah, they're good supporters of the podcast, good supporters of the racing industry in general. So, back to Market City meets and Timmy Hewitt, he, Timmy and his team, they are good operators out there at the uh, Market City meets. Drop in, say good day, Timmy will look after you. That is for sure. Congratulations to last week's episode eighty winner. Jared Crichton. He uh Black Jesse's Shadow Jesse's brother. Black Shadow was um no. Jesse Crichton. Yeah. Who do you play for? Dockers, I think. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Who was the who was the blonde haired Peter Man? No, okay. Who's the blonde head? Jesse? He was
3: like a high uh, draft. Yeah, uh, Sinclair playing, ended up playing for North Sinclair. Melbourne. Sinclair.
0: Jesse's Sinclair girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Uh she worked at the fish and chip shop around the corner from my uh, <laughs> from my folks. <laughs> I don't know why she told us that one time we were in there when I was about when I was about fifteen. I'm Jesse Sinclair's girlfriend. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Did you he go. went to the kangaroos after He did yeah. went to North Melbourne, yep. yeah. So um
0: Jared Crichton, I don't know if he's any relation okay. to Jesse. Definitely no relation to Jesse Sinclair, but I could no, be mistaken. So it could be. Jared uh he was almost bang on the official. Uh, winning margin there for Black Shadow last week, Terry. Yeah. Jared went well, Jared went zero point eight zero,
1: and the official was zero point seven eight. What happened in that race? I, I was talking to Lockie yesterday. Lockie Tyler. Um, He was a little bit. He got told off from his mother apparently when he uh, uh, he gave uh, he gave a bar a little whack when Lacta handed up to brother's keeper. Maybe yeah, yeah keeper. something at a million to one. Um, yeah, horses don't lead, hand up, get shuffled back to eighth or ninth then kick through to win again. It was uh, just surreal. That was a surreal finish to the day. But who was on? It deserved a storm off rails from old. And again, where was he in never, never left it. He never left never it? Never left it. No, he loves the rails. So, So – you stormed off
0: Belmont race course after storm. the I last. I walked out. I you ordered. I, ordered.
1: Out. I, I went and jumped in a taxi and went home, and I was having a chat to the cab driver. I was storm off is definitely an exaggeration, but um, I was displeased with the um, the ride in the last. I think it's fair to say. So,
0: but Lockie Taylor threw down
1: mid race. So you you, you did yeah, the post race throw down. Race. He did the yeah. mid race throw down. Yeah. So. but he, he was he was probably a little bit happier than I was post race. I reckon. So. Yeah, I reckon he was yeah. too. But
0: uh, congratulations, Jared. Um, yeah, he, uh, he collected his stakes on Sunday, put something up on Twitter, and I hope you uh, got stuck in, mate. So he'll be shooting for back-to-back this week and this week's Get Out Stakes, race nine of the day, Belmont Guineas Day this weekend at uh, at Belmont on Saturday. So to enter the extremely popular Get Out Stakes, hit us up on Twitter at the one one pod Who do you think will win race nine of the day and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred uh, after that? clip i gave some of the listeners last week we um everyone whacked in a decimal winning margin terry
1: so you'd be Mm. happy about that i am i am i was worried about that all week (laughs) lost sleep Actually. anyway the ascend don't don't forget the sam white rule though first in uh best dressed i actually tried to do it correctly that time as well (laughs) i'm just so uh um, you're, very, you're very conscious of time on this one, aren't yeah. you, Terry? So yeah, well, we're, we're, yeah, so where it, are we at? It, About an hour and 40? Yeah, we've, so, we've done really well.
0: So listeners, just we, we are trying to speed things up for you. We are. You and, we are. Uh, and Try so to get the preview down to
1: a flat hour. Yeah. That's the main thing for those that just want to listen we'll to this. the preview. I, yeah. reckon, uh, I reckon we can get there in time, Yeah, uh, even though I talk for 55 minutes of it at least. Um, okay. Race this nine. Race nine. Uh, I, I have seen your leg up and I'm interested. I wanted to to quiz you on something, grill you on something. BK. Go for it. You've got Hot Z, do you think it'll lead? <laughs> uh, I haven't got a way in the world if they're serious on Gates Cats of Babylon. To Babylon they yeah. don't cross on Gates of Babylon um, with Hot Z uh, on the back of it. I don't think Hot Z naturally that quick a beginner. I think it's it's either run into some really slowly run races or it works there from, um, from wider alleys. That's my thought process. So I yeah, think it might end up on the back of... Gates of Babylon.
0: Yeah, I just thought Gates of Babylon with Lucy Warwick on board, um, I didn't don't think she'd be as necessarily as aggressive as, say, Mitchell Pateman. So uh, I don't know. I thought Gates of Babylon might float a little bit and if he does, it might allow Hot Z to just kick up and, and hold the lead. But uh, but don't get me wrong, if Gates of Babylon does come across and and Find the rail in front and roll. Then that's not a bad result. For Hot yeah, no, it's, because, it's not necessarily yeah, the end of the world either way. Because uh, fourteen be can uh, can roll off the fence as well. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, The fourteen hundred for Hot Zeta Query for you. Uh,
0: yeah, a, a touch. I just think he's he's just a really quality three-year-old. Finished, and, and I, I like the the three-year-olds
1: taking on the older horses this time of the year. Yeah, it looks a race between Hot Zed and Comfort Me. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. I think there is some really nice horses outside of those two, in not to miss. But back to the fourteen hundred, and then Moshard and Serenity Bay. But from the gates, they're going to be giving two really informed horses with tactical speed head starts. So I am not going to really go any further um, than those two. I am going the other way. I am going to. I am going to side with Comfort Me. Yeah. Um, what was your mark? Jeez, oh, Comfort Me has been a, it's just a difficult horse for me to just over the journey. You know, like. I, I've been on Comfort American four times when it should have won. I've had a, I've had one good win on Comfort Me, but uh, yes, difficult horse to follow. But you'd, you'd think from the barrier here. Um, sorry, my market uh, was two dollars ninety Comfort Me four bucks hot Z. Yeah, um, I was three fifty each. Yeah, I think I was as thin as she can be with yeah. comfort me, and I'm expecting Hot Zed will be supported too. Um, like I think the, the the price will be there, comfort me throughout, probably four bucks late the exchange, which will get me. Um, but I think Jay can probably land in the one one here or very close to the one one if it has to breeze, so be it.
0: If she try this, this is the comfort me thing, right? Mm. So I think sometimes when this horse has got beat, it's been beaten when they've tried to ride a race on it. Yeah, but it it doesn't. It's showing first up and second up. Yeah, but it can it, race without
1: cover. Like and even it race without cover. It's the just other Kelly's. Night. It's Kelly's Callisto's yeah. The horse. Yeah, but yeah. It, if if Zed kicks up, then it probably gets the back of Gates of Babylon, mm. maybe or yeah. But, or like, you don't
0: yeah. see many horses fight on after racing three wide throughout at Belmont Park, as well as Comfort Me has first up and second yeah. up. Ha, what what does Comfort Me look like ridden? with cover with Beat leading with girl sit, with cover uh a couple Get, of campaigns ago getting, yeah, 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 yeah yeah with the nice that was like a, sit, so. uh, i think
1: rating 66 plus right yeah too, they went through too. a period there where they really all they wanted to do was sit come for me yeah desperate to sit come for me so um yeah i've got no issues breeze I got no issues um Cute. one, one. Yeah. um definitely think it's beatable by hot z yeah. definitely think it's beatable but 1400 and just and, and just where i think comfort me can go to i think comfort me it's one four of 14 it probably should be seven of 14 to be yeah. honest um i think those two fight it out and um yeah i've got a narrow lane to, to comfort me because of the 1400 just just the just the slight query on hot Z at the 1400
0: yeah i don't know i just took a line through the she's a charmer what, what how does hot Z and she's a charmer sort of line up i think that hot Z is more than capable of taking it up to to comfort me mm-hmm. i think hot Z is is a tough bugger and shantalk he, he breezed last night and Chantor, what was it, Leaders back sort of thing, peeled and got last crack at him. Yeah. Uh, so, and I think he beat, he has a victory over Graceful Girl, hollow victory perhaps, but still a victory all the same, this preparation and the only time he's disappointed was when Jason Riding didn't ride him. I think that was uh, apprentice Christy Bennett on that occasion where – He went forward and and led, but look, flip of the coin for me, I just thought that Hot Zed might have field position on Comfort Me and if they get into a war, Hot Z might just be able to hold comfort me off but uh, regardless I,
1: you, I can't really split them to be fair if there's money elsewhere and, and they both get to four bucks it's a race I'd happily play three units one one unit the other so you finish square on one and make a profit the other at mm-hmm. uh, the current 330 340 not a price I really want to Dutch but um, it does look a really good two, it really does look a two horse race Fli- you know. um, fly on the ointment horse uh, well my shards are flying the ointment yeah. horse it's got form around naughty by nature leading girl from last start um, so it makes sense but it's a bit of a nonny mm. it gets back the one. what think- have what, what we been saying, though? Yeah, you don't make nonnies. No more. No more nonies. No more Exactly nonnies. right. Yep. Um, zero demerits is probably the runner yep. who um, I don't think wins this one. But uh, first up was huge. Uh, I've got zero demerits, 14 bucks. It's 21
0: here. Was so zero demerits in the same race yep. as Excellent Dream? Was that
1: right? Uh ra- It's... Yeah, no. was that the the Shantalk one? Yeah it, was, yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it was. Uh, it was on getting a Troy on. Troy Turner's on yeah. because Whiting's obviously riding Hot Zed, but uh, yeah, Zero Demerits uh, will be winning one very, very, very shortly. Drew a gate here and could definitely play a part. I reckon. So if you're looking at something outside the box, then um, and at a bit of value, then Zero Demerits is, is probably the one. But uh, might um, might not have the right race setup here. We'll be back last.
0: And I know he's probably hasn't come back this prep, but I. I haven't completely given up on a horse called Calaroo. So um, Dan Morton, good trainer, Brad Parham sticks. Finally, gets down to the minimum. Um Don't know. He might be able to run a cheeky race as well. But Terry's comfort me. I'm hot, I'm hot Zed. I think I was on the wrong end of every 50-50 last Saturday. So let's yeah, try. And, let's try and get one
1: up over the. This is a run. real fifty. Well, it's not a, as I said. My market sort of what um, $2.94, so I'm two ninety four bucks. So I am definitely in the 60/40, comfort me. yeah. Yeah, I'm in the comfort me. Comfort me camp, but yeah. um I'd, I'd love it would be really nice. Like I'm probably in a position where I want to see hot Z money come bang and we mm. get 450 Comfort Me late. F- this is a funny race where if the money comes comfort me and it trades 260 and hot Z gets out to five bucks, I probably end up on hot Z. Yeah. You know? Um but I I'm I'm wanting to back Comfort Me and, and that's definitely the lane. Terry Comfort Me, BJ, hot Z in the get out stakes.
0: Okay, guru, it is time for our Betfair. Best betting proposition of the day. Have we mentioned bet fair enough on this? Once or twice. Podcast here? Uh,
1: best is in the guineas. I'll we'll just go with Billy. Billy is my best. Um, yeah. Billy is best? Billy is best. Billy is Race best. eight. Billy,
0: Billy that's silly. Billy was my best as well, but uh, might as well double up with Amasinus as well. Okay, uh, Amasinus man. was, uh, I'll go Amasinus is my bet fair best. All right. Uh, your lay of the day? Kind of challenging to yeah, find a lay. So I'm gonna stick the neck out here. I'm gonna go again. I went Durant and Pike last week. Oh I'm gonna go Durant and Pike again. Race two, number one. I'm pretty. I think, I she's, gonna end up, go. I think she's gonna end up last. It's gonna mm-hmm. be tough from there with 60 kgs. If she d- can pull that off, she's a better horse than I thought. I'm pretty I'm lay. All right. lay.
1: Sorry, currently 320. I'm gonna go the same race and lay uh, Lord Lonsdale the place. Uh, I think it's about 220, $2.30 at the moment to run a hole. I think it should be six, seven bucks type thing. Lord Lonsdale to run a place is my lay. That's my lay. I struggled. Not confusing. I at all. really <laughs> struggled. I really struggled. I, I like most of the fancies yeah. on the card, and yeah, I'm looking for too. them to drift late. So it's not a day of. There's a stack of lays for me. Um, but yeah, value twenty dollars plus. Maddie, what do you got for us? You go first. I think we have got the same one. Gonna go. Going to go. Yeah, yeah. going to go. Um, I'm going to have something on. It's the only thing I've tipped over $20 on the card, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I've got going to go $9.50, so very happy having something on. And if the race shapes um, correctly, I think it can um, I think it can win. Mm. Going to go.
0: Going to go. Going to go was my manity as well. Chuck in, I might chuck in a little, uh, little bit of insanity on uh, Calaroo and the get-out stakes as well. I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, double, insane.
0: So, uh, so that brings uh, Belmont Guineas Day preview to a close,
2: Guru.